I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBoser, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Hi, hello, and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. Another week, another chance for you to see us. George Faust, Karaski Melvin. On tonight's episode, Cajun football is not the only teams preparing for kickoff. We hear from St. Thomas More head coach Jim Tower about the start of the high school football season. That's going to be cool. And uh, we'll also talk some Cajun football fall camp. That's where we start. Coach Dez begins to see how this team shapes up. After the first scrimmage, head coach Michael Desimo impressed with the way the quarterbacks and the way they handled the pressure, the way they took care of business. As fall camp works through the month of August, Coach Des wants to see team leaders continue to keep this team on the straight and narrow. Starting the process with the end in mind, right? And, and the things that you do every day and making them understand that what we do today matters uh, to where we want to be in the end. And, you know, you talk about it a lot. Um, you have leadership that, that demonstrates what it means to practice that way. Um, you know, and I think you continually, uh, you, you praise the things that are done well and you correct the things that aren't. Um, so, you know, if there's an effort that's not a championship level effort, it gets corrected every time. All right, so things sure do get interesting when there is a quarterback battle. Well, for the Raging Cajuns, two front runners, but there can only be one to start for the team. Those front runners, number 10, Ben Woolridge, number 18, Chandler Fields, and then a host of young QBs running the gamut behind them. During Monday's media portion of practice, Woolridge ran mostly with the first team, Fields the two. Coach Desimo continues to mull over one of the most important decisions of his early college coaching career, and the guys are not making it easy on him. They operated and commanded the team very well. Um, you know, the communication was really good. You know, I think that's something that, you know, I've talked about it quite a bit, right? It's going to come down to who operates within the system the best. And, you know, those guys did a really good job. And, I mean, I'm not just talking about the first two. I mean, I'm talking about all the way down to, you know, Zeon, you know, the true freshman taking reps. Uh, you know, very few uh, mental errors at the quarterback position, which we purposefully, like I said, kept a bunch of things in there to see, you know, who, who's going to sink or swim, right? Who's going to screw it up? We're not, we didn't narrow it down. We wanted to keep it open, and, and they managed it well. And if you're interested in more of the breakdown of the Cajun football season, do we have the show for you? That's right. Join us Saturday for a special edition of Inside Cajun Nation. I think I've done this for about, ooh, since like 04. Uh, we've previewed this season. All right, team preparations, they continue. The big races and who to look out for in 2022. We'll hear from Coach Michael Desimo before the Cajuns kick off their season. It's Inside Cajun Nation, Cajun football kickoff special, Saturday, August 27th at 630. All right, coming up, we'll go to the high school gridiron on Inside Cajun Nation as we'll talk with STM Cougar head football coach Jim Hightower. The Hall of Famer going to join us after this. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. I'm George Faust, joined by STM head football coach Jim Hightower, the Hall of Famer. And coach, uh, when, when you talk about uh, the 2022 football season, it's here. 
you're ready for it. Uh, you guys, I know you have a lot of holes to fill, but uh, you yeah. got to feel good about uh, kind of the progress you guys uh, made over the summer. I'm so happy with this team. You know, they've really, uh, they've had a great offseason, uh, great summer of work, uh, great fall camp. You know, they just come to work every day, and they're, they're such a fun group to be around. The chemistry is really nice. Now, whether we're going to be able to transfer that over to the football field, we're going to find out. We'll find out a lot about ourselves today uh, going against Notre Dame. Yeah, when you look at when you look at uh, these scrimmages and, and the practices, uh, it uh, what 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 does you get out of something like this? Well, it's a building process. All these guys are learning. Even the guys that played a lot last year, they're learning what it's like to be a year older or bigger or stronger and uh, having to move their body, you know, differently. So uh, everybody's learning. And what we get out of uh, playing a quality team like Notre Dame is they're going to be in the right place doing the right things. They're going to expose you when you're weak, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to expose some of their weaknesses, you know. Uh, so it's always nice to go against a quality opponent early in the season in uh, Notre Dame. And, uh, and we've been doing this scrimmage for 20 years. You know, these kids weren't born when, when Notre Dame and St. Thomas More uh, started scrimmaging, and it's been a wonderful experience for both teams, I think. I, you know, you, you've done this a long time. Uh, you, what, you have three state championships to your credit? Well, that, four if we count the one in New Road, so. That's what I meant. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was counting it, Coach. I was counting So four. We got four state championships. Do you ever look around and go, man, I, you know, it's time for me to kind of uh, put this thing put this thing to rest, or wh what else would you be uh, doing, right? Uh, that's kind of the, the real thought, you know, what would I do if I'm not out here? I, I'll tell you what, I've got such a great coaching staff, and uh, just being around those guys is fun for me, and uh, seeing the work they do. I'm probably the luckiest man in Acadiana, for sure, because I get to go out and watch these guys coach, coach young men, and uh, they do such a fantastic job I'm, I'm in awe of the coaches I get to work with how do you prepare for the Jamboree and then and then the opener well we consider the Jamboree just kind of an extension of the scrimmage I mean we're not gonna game plan to win or lose the uh, Jamboree but we want to see improvement we want to see improvement from what we have today plus we'll get to see all the special teams so that's probably the one biggest thing you take out of the Jamboree is making sure you're getting your personnel in and out on the special teams uh, and you, you don't make a big you know a mistake on that so that'll be probably the main measuring stick for that and then first week that's always a battle because no matter what happens in the scrimmage no matter what happens in the jamboree when you get to that first game it's different and uh, you know we're going to be playing Como and a local team that, uh, that we really don't know a lot about we haven't played them in the last few years and uh, you know I know they've got some good personnel over there uh, so you know we're looking forward to that building process but then after Como we've got what coach is calling the ABCD and we've got Alexandria Senior High, we've got Brother Martin, we've got Catholic High of Baton Rouge, and then we've got Denham Springs. And that ABCD is going to be a real, uh, a real test. That'd be a real test for any group of people. So, you know, we're going to see if we can survive that. If we can, then we get to get into district where, you know, we've only got to face uh, Turlins and Westgate and, you know, a few other people, LCA, uh, you know, so. A few teams. Yeah. This team will be tested. We know that. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Really do appreciate okay, you, and uh, look forward to covering you guys during appreciate the season. It. Just excited to have another football season here. I hear you. I hear you. Good, 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 good luck the rest of the way. We'll talk to you then. Okay, thank you. All right, that's Coach Jim Hightower. He is the head coach at STM, and uh, we'll be back. Welcome into Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for sticking with us. George Faust, Dr. Brian Magger joins us here on Inside Cajun Nation as he periodically does throughout the year. And uh, well, we're, we're at, a, at a point of the season now where kind of things 
have ended, and now we're kind of looking forward to the next season. The excitement level for you guys as kind of the fall sports start to uh, take shape here. Well, there's no doubt, George, that the fall is going to be here before we know it. And, uh, you know, although July might seem like a quiet time of the year, <laughs> it's really not, you know, for yeah. us. We're uh, between our student athletes working out and uh, our staff getting ready for the upcoming fall sports season. It's plenty busy. Yeah, and, and talk about the student athletes and, and they are they are constantly having to kind of tune their bodies, make sure they're in shape. And, uh, and it's a new era in sports because of the NIL situation. And you guys have done something uh, to kind of enhance their experience. Can you talk about what you guys have, uh, have put together for them? We have. So we uh, partnered with a local marketing agency, Brand Russo, and we developed a uh, NIL program for our student athletes called ULTRA, capital U, capital L, T-R-A. And in essence, it is a, uh, a program that's going to prepare our student athletes to not only obtain NIL opportunities, but to, to get them polished, so to speak, so they're ready to go out and sign opportunities that may come their way. Very good program. We're excited about it. We think it's one of the first of its kind within the Group of Five level. Is it, it, and so having something like that, it, it has to be attractive to recruits, right? I mean, that's the idea, right? Because in this day and age, if you're one of the power fives, I'm sure it's easy to go, hey, can y'all donate some money? We need to put, get Arch Manning to Texas, you know, whatever it is, uh, it, this, this can kind of uh, balance that out. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that NIL is both for the current student athlete, but there's no doubt it's for the future student athlete. So this is a resource and tool that our coaches can use during the recruiting process, but as importantly, it's going to help our current student athletes identify, prepare for, and obtain NIL opportunities. Excellent. Uh, I wish they had that when I was there. Not that it, not that it, it would have it would have made any difference for me. Uh, but let, let's talk a little bit about the sports this year. Uh, very successful season for Raging Cajun athletics. I mean, when you look at uh, the baseball team, uh, the way they finished the year, unbelievable. And then when you also take a look at softball, they're perennially one of the best uh, softball programs. And football, winning the Sun Belt championship. Uh, it, what what highlight sticks out in your mind with regards to the great seasons? That well, I think the ultimate highlight is that you know, arguably, this may be the most successful sports season we've had, mm. is certainly in the modern era sure. of UL athletics. You know, we had four conference championships, one in the sport of football, two in the sport of softball, and one in the sport of baseball. And then you top that with a bowl championship. That's five trophies that we yeah. got to bring home this year. So certainly very proud of all of that. And then many of our other sports, you know, had successful years, although uh, they did not bring home championship trophies. When you look at men's basketball, as an example, yeah. uh, Coach Marlin and his team competed for the Sun Belt Championship in the final game of the Sun Belt Tournament. Coach Broadhead had another very good year, came up short in the regular season and the tournament, but still a very good year to build upon. And then our other sport programs, uh, men's tennis, as an example, mm -hmm. finished number 19 in the ITA mid-major rankings and number 61 overall in the country. So lots of successes, very proud of our coaches, our student athletes, and certainly it's something we need to continue to build on. And when we look at football, obviously it's the big draw and it's something that everybody keeps their eye on. And Michael Desormo, uh, Desormo is, uh, is, our, is our head coach now. Billy Napier did a phenomenal job, moved on to Florida. Uh, what, what do you like about Coach Des? And his, I, I, I had a chance to ask you that when you, after we hired him, right? But, uh, but 
there's some there's some traits in this guy that that people people are going to like, and, and he's going to do a great job of leading this program. Well, I think besides being a true son of the University of mm -hmm. Louisiana, you know, Mike's disposition, his demeanor, his personality is such a fantastic fit for Lafayette, Louisiana, and, and Southern Louisiana as a whole. You know, the, the man bleeds vermilion and white. There's no doubt about it. There wasn't a candidate out there who wanted this job worse than Mike Desimo mm -hmm. did. And so, you know, but we understand it takes more than want. And, uh, you know, but what Mike, you know, sold to me and to us was not only his passion for UL, but really his knowledge of the entire football program process from recruiting to staff hiring to uh, coaching. You know, he, he's just, he's the total package. And so I'm very excited for this opportunity for him in particular. And, uh, you know, we know we've got some newness in that program, right? We're going to have a brand new quarterback for the first time in a number of years. And we've got some new coaches on board and we'll have some new starters and things like that. But with all that said, I'm very excited about this upcoming season and just uh, really can't wait to see how things pan out. I have a question about uh, the schedule and how that all sh shakes out for the upcoming season. And we'll do that in just a bit. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back here on Inside Cajun Nation with Dr. Brian Maggard as we talk more about Raging Cajun Athletics right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for sticking and staying. George Faust here, Dr. Brian Maggard, uh, University of Louisiana Athletics Director, uh, is joining us here in studio. And, and before we left, I was talking about uh, the schedule. We were talking about football. And, and when you look at the schedule of, for the Raging Cajuns this season, uh, you have Florida State kind of down in the, what, mm -hmm. eight, week eight, yeah. maybe, yeah. something like that? November. Yeah, in November. Uh, and it's a, you travel to Tallahassee. That'd be great if they came here, but uh, you travel to Tallahassee and uh, and check that. And look, that's a that's a that's a winnable game in my eyes with regards to the way the Cajuns play football and the way Florida State's been playing football over the recent past. Uh, why that game so late in, in the year? You know that timing, George, was really dictated by Florida State and when they were they had an open weekend, you know, for us. And that's the discussion I'd got into uh, really when I first got here. Uh, just calling around trying to get the schedule filled out and you know Florida State was available uh, very you know uh, grateful that they were willing to take us on and, and get us on the schedule but that timing was totally dictated by them yeah and, and it's an interesting job you have because you're in charge of that right you're the guy that, that kind of has to reach out to schools and say hey we have an open date on XYZ, are you guys available? Uh, yeah, we like this matchup. Uh, did you, did that Florida, is that something you had been eyeing a, a, to play a team like that? I know you always try and play mm -hmm. a couple of the power fives, and, sure. and obviously the Iowa State thing worked out really good uh, for, for the Cajuns. Uh, uh, you, but you, I actually like the idea of playing them a little later, as I was telling you. I mean, it, it seems like that's an opportunity uh, for your team to be at full power at that point in the season. I think if Mississippi State a few years back, if that game was a little later, I think the Cajuns dominate that contest. I don't even yeah. think it's close, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's, it's possible. I think it's just going to be dependent upon the two teams, to be honest with you. I think you could look at it either way, philosophically. You know, you, you could take the stance that, hey, we'll be playing at our peak, you know, later in the season, therefore you have a better opportunity to win the game. But the same could be said for the opposition, right? So yeah. you just don't know. You know, Florida State's a program that has been down, uh, you know, in recent years. 
compared to their historical success. But uh, Coach Mike Norvell is a very good football coach. He, uh, you know, got Memphis rolling yeah. as a top 25 program. There's no doubt in my mind they will be ready for the Cajuns. And I don't think, you know, at this point, anybody looks past us anymore. Right, yeah, definitely your own people's radars, right. no doubt uh, about that. Uh, when, you, when you look at uh, kind of what you guys have been able to do as an athletics department. Uh, you look at some of the new coaches that are coming in. I, I, <coughs> I'm looking at, uh, uh, you know, basketball. They've added some coaches, things right. of that nature. Can you talk about uh, just welcoming in new coaches and, and is it easy to lure people here now? You know, I think it is much easier for our head coaches to, to hire quality assistants today than it might have been a decade ago, sure. right? And certainly, I think the Raging Cajuns brand is one that's strong nationally. Uh, it uh, is a program that I think is seen as a great opportunity provider to coaches. And so I don't think our coaches struggle too hard with hiring coaches. You know, what we do want to do is make sure we're doing everything we can to retain mm -hmm. as many coaches as possible, particularly in that head coach position. We understand that uh, the assistant coaches are going to be a transient group. Um, but at the same time, we know that Lafayette, Louisiana is a great community and it brings a great quality of life. So we use that. We try to use, you know, um, marketable compensation and really good athletic success to keep people here as long as we can. But it is a transient group on that assistant side. But to your initial question, I think our head coaches are pretty well positioned to go out and recruit quality talent in those coaching spots. Yeah, it, it, and it shows. I mean, it, when you're when you're looking at some of the uh, the, the the quality assistance right. that we've been able to uh, get here in Lafayette. Now, w another part of your job, in, in addition to you know football and scheduling and all that other stuff, all that kind of on the field stuff that a lot of people see, is to generate financing for this university, for this athletic program. Uh, and you guys created that RCAF. It's been around for a little bit now. Uh, how do people get involved with that? And is, there, uh, is that progressing as nicely as you would hope? You know, it's, we, we can never produce enough revenue. And to your <laughs> sure. point, it's, it's a critical aspect of what we try to do between selling tickets and RCAF membership, right? The, the Raging Cajuns Athletic Foundation was something that was started several years ago here. It's been very successful, but we need to continue to grow that. We need to grow our annual fund membership and we need to grow our uh, overall revenues immensely for us to stay competitive you know, in this new environment. Um, people can go to rcf.org, just real easy. Uh, it takes us to a website. I think we have designed that today, George, to where people with a couple clicks can go on mm -hmm. and uh, make a, a donation and become a member. But we tell people for as little as $50 a year, right? That's $4.17 on your recurring credit card uh, charge <laughs> yeah. that you can become an RCF annual fund member and support the Raging Cajuns. Because we know that a, a successful athletics department uh, will help elevate the profile of the entire university, not just athletics. And when this university is pumping on all cylinders, not only does Lafayette uh, succeed, but all of Acadiana. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a it's not that hard to do, and you can you can make it happen. Right. Um, so go to their website and check that out, RagingCajuns.com. Uh, I just went on there just a second ago to to, to prepare for this, so uh, I was checking it out. Um, Talk about facilities and what's uh, we last time we had talked, uh, we had talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the improvements that are coming mm -hmm. and uh, how are how are things going with that? I know right. there, there's different, you know, benchmarks mm -hmm. you like to hit. 
Uh, how, how are that? How are those coming along with different facilities right. across? Well, we have a handful of uh, facility projects and enhancements that that's on our radar and on our to-do list, if mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the, the big one is Cajun Field, right? We've raised a tremendous amount of money for that. Uh, we continue to hone in and try to finalize the financing plan for that. Very soon, uh, we will be starting the design phase of that and then at some point here we'll bring a construction manager on board once we fully identify who the architect uh, for design will be and um, I'm hoping you know that we can get the financing then worked out and finalized T's crossed I's dotted yeah, right, right. and we'll then have a plan we'll have a plan as to when uh, demolition can occur and construction can begin so as we sit here today we don't have that 100% finalized sure. uh, internally we have some some ideas uh, when that could occur, but we're just not quite ready to promote that yet. The first thing is identify that architect, right? Secure the financing, bring a construction manager on board, let those two entities, design and construction management, work together with our internal team, and we'll then formulate the plan moving forward gotcha. for Cajun Field. We're also uh, in the process of renovating E.K. Long for our volleyball program. So when people come to volleyball this fall, they're going to see a renovated gymnasium and a player development area for our volleyball program. Under Coach Gray, this will be her second year. She's done a tremendous job in helping us fundraise and generate excitement with that program. And what you're going to see is a, a renovation project that's worth almost three quarters of a million dollars that we're pumping into that program. Very nice. It's going to be very nice in that space. We are currently working on some uh, some conceptual designs to renovate our tennis courts um, uh, at, at Cajun Field, uh, the Colada Tennis Complex, and then uh, we continued to find ways to improve and get closer to identifying a plan for a baseball clubhouse and a player development area. Yeah, I was, I was those, asking. Yeah, about those that. those projects right there alone are really what are our priority moving sure. forward. And then certainly something else that's on the radar that we're in the process of working on is, as we enhance uh, OK Long for volleyball, we have transitioned our women's basketball offices out of there, and uh, we are working to renovate some space for them in the Cajun Dome. So along with the men's basketball staff, the women's staff will be over there. Mm -hmm. That'll probably happen sometime in the spring. Okay. So we've got a lot of moving parts going right, on, yeah. but you know, listen, in our, in our <laughs> business, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, and absolutely. so we got to continue to grow. We have some room for improvement, and we're very excited about all these projects. And, and finally, I'll, 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 I'll leave it with this question, and, and it's not an easy question, or maybe it is, uh, just talking about the conference and the way uh, the conference is set up. They're adding four new members, uh, Sunbelt Media Days. Uh, they're going to have those, those schools are going to be taking part in that. This conference seems to be in a pretty good spot, though. If, if I'm looking at the Sunbelt and I'm, a, I'm an athlete or, and I'm, I'm a person that wants to invest in something i mean look this is this conference is is kind of got their act together with regards to hey you know everybody's moving and shaking and and look we're doing the same thing we're making our conference stronger i think what you're seeing we added four new members that are going to do just that they're going to elevate the strength of our program mm -hmm. or our, our conference overall amongst a a number of different sports, not just the sport of football or not just the sport of baseball as an example. Uh, but, but as important, we added four regionally sensible right. teams and, right. and, and departments and universities, right? So it, it was, uh, uh, it's efficient from a cost standpoint. It's extremely elevational from a competitive standpoint. I think our fan bases are going to really enjoy 
the addition of these four new universities. But to your point, uh, you know, whether it's locally or nationally, I think the Sun Belt is really being recognized today with the addition of these four new uh, institutions to be one of, if not the premier group of five program in America, or conference, conference in America. I, absolutely, I, I, I see that happening and it, it's because I've been here a long time, <laughs> 20 plus years. So, right. and, and so watching this conference kind of blossom and uh, it is happening. So uh, it's very cool to be, uh, be in that, uh, dynamic as, right. as you watch it happen. Uh, Dr. Brian Magger, thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Always a, always a pleasure. Appreciate uh, you spending some time with us here tonight on Inside Cajun Nation, and uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Have a great week, everybody.